We're going to start now in our devotional service, and we pray that you all would join in with us here. Let us have a marvelous time. Yes, Lord. Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. We are
So here we are this morning, Father. Yes, we ask now, Father, that you help us right now, Father, to yes, lift Lord. up thy son, Jesus, Father. Yes. Father, we come this morning to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for thank you. Thank you. life, health, and strength. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for the blessings, Father. Yes, Lord. But most of all, Father, we want to thank you for being the true and living God that you are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for your grace and your mercy. Yes. Thank you. We just want to thank you, Father, for thank all you. that you have done, all that you're doing, and all that you will do. For, Father, we come this morning realizing and recognizing, Father, that you are the creator. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And you are the one who knows all about us, Father. Yes, Lord. And we come this morning asking you, Father, to search our hearts and our minds, Father. And if thou should find anything ungodly, Father, we pray, Lord, that you would just cast it out right now, Father. Cast it out into the sea of forgiveness, Father, where it would not come back to our us. Don't judge me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We ask now, Father, that you just help us, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Yes, Father, this journey is too hard to make it by ourselves. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. For we need you every step of the way. We need you to guide us, Father. Yes, Lord. Oh, Heavenly Father, we shared in your word this morning, Father. You have called us to do things, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, and we Lord. ask now, Father, that you just put it in our hearts and our minds, Father. Thank you. To be about doing your will, Father. Your will, Lord. Doing the things that you have assigned our hand to do. Father. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, we just thank you right now. Thank you right now, Father. Now, Father, I want to thank you, Father, for this congregation. Yes, Lord. I ask now, Father, that you just walk up and down the aisles, Father. And bless your people according to your perfect and holy will. For someone come here, Father, in need of a blessing, Father. Yeah. And you can only supply those blessings. Yeah. Lord, I just thank you right thank now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank ask now, Father, you look down upon the homeless. Thank you, Lord. The yes. sick and the shut-in. Thank you, Lord. The bereaved families all yes. over the land. How much, Lord? I pray, Lord, that you just touch them, Father. Yes, Lord. Touch their hearts and their minds, Father. Thank you, Lord. And let them know, Father, that you do wise of a God to make a mistake. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Now, Father, we come asking you to bless the pastor. Bless the Lord. Bless, bless. Continue to help him, Father. Help him, Lord. Help him, Father. Thank you, Lord. For he needs you right now, Father. We ask now, Father, that you help him to lead your people, Father, in the way that you will have them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you continue to bless his household, Father, and keep him in your care, Father. I ask, Father, that you just keep this congregation, Father. The ones here, Father, and the ones online, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would just bless them. Thank you, Lord. Bless them, Father. Thank you, Lord. With your riches and help, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. 
I thank you, Father, for giving me an opportunity to come before you once again in once prayer. Again, thank you, Lord. Oh, heavenly Father, you are an awesome God. Thank you, Lord. For truly, you are worthy to be worthy, worthy, worthy. And now, Father, thank you. We ask now, Father, that you just continue to minister to us, Father. Thank you, Lord. Rain down your Holy Spirit upon us. You, Give us wisdom yes. and understanding, yes. Father. We need you. Yes. We can't make it without you, Father. Thank you, Lord. But this journey is too hard, Father. Thank you, Lord. And I thank you, Father. And I praise your holy and righteous. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Don't you let nobody
verses 1 through 10. We're going to read it responsibly. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Amen. And we know that God's word is already Bless. When you read the word of God, don't you read it typically? You speak it into the atmosphere. Yes. Amen. Amen. You know God's word is already blessed. Let us uh, at this time do our family prayer. Uh, we come together at this time because we believe in the power of agreement. God has given us that power of agreement. We are uh, knowledgeable of it because the Bible says one to put a thousand to flight, but two put ten thousand to flight. So that means that as we come together, we don't have to know what the brother and sister sitting next to you praying for, but we're going to spiritually come together and agree, amen? amen. That whatever's moving on their, their heart, that God will meet them at their need. But also, we're going to pray corporately that God bless this, this worshiping body right here, everyone that's here. First, we ask God to bless us with the spiritual things that we need to worship him, and then he'll do the rest, say, right? Amen. 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 Right, let's, let's pray. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. O oh Lord our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Father God, it's once again another time yes, Lord. that there's a few of us, your hand may serve, we come together to call upon your name. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you right now because you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And Father God, you have blessed us in spite of ourselves, and we just want to say thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, right now, in the mighty and majestic name of Jesus, before we ask you for anything, we ask you to create us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. Yes. And then when you're done that, oh Heavenly Father, we ask you that bless your people with a fresh anointing. Yes, Lord. One fills us from the soles of our feet to the crowns of our hands. Yes, Father God, right now, some need you for one thing and some need you for another. But Father God, we don't know what each of us need. But Father God, you made us. You know how many tears we have yes, in our hands. Yes, yes. And we ask you, Father God, to move on our behalf. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless your people, oh Father God. Somebody's body is racking with pain. Somebody's yes. body is 
frail right oh, now. Yeah. I ask, oh Father God, that you would just, oh God, that you would just let me that bomb and get here. Yes. And the Bible said, by your stripes, we are the yes. earth. So Father, right now we ask that you just please do that for us. Right now. Right Lord, now. Lord, say we're going to that home right now. That's right now. Yeah. And more on their behalf right now. Father, right now, we ask in the name of Jesus, someone needs a financial blessing in this place. Someone needs you to make a way out of nowhere. Someone needs you to change the circumstance and situation and turn it around right now. Turn it around and work it together, all together for their good. So, Father God, we ask that you do that right now. Let the spirit of, of prosperity and the spirit of success breathe in the lives of your people right now. But for your names. Yes, yes. And Father God, right now, as I said, oh God, we bless the God against flesh and yes. So Father God, we ask that you just continue to fight our battle. Break every stronghold that's preventing your people. You're hurting the word. Hear your word right now in the name of So Father God, we ask right now. Right now, Lord. Every spirit that rises up in the life of Yes, Lord. We ask, oh God, that you would bring it under subjection right now. As they surrender their lives to you, Father God, bring yes. it under subjection right now. Right now, Lord. Father God, we ask that you give us a spirit yes. of thankfulness. Yes. While we're going through our struggles, while we're in the midst of our storm, we ask, so Father God, that you would just fight our battles. Yes. Father God, give us a spirit of thankfulness. Yes. Allow us, Father God, to give us a strength and a spiritual mindset. Yes. Not to wait till the rain is over. To the thunder stops flashing, yes. Father God, but praise you anyhow with a, with a whatsoever attitude. If you do these few simple things, yes. so Heavenly Father, we'll be coming to you all the honor, the praise, yes. Yes. and the glory, and all the love the Lord. Say amen. Amen. amen, amen, and amen. Put your hands in your
That mission isn't about just a few little ladies and pastor. Amen. Mission is the entire church. This is Luther, this is a missionary Baptist church. So we look forward to everybody being a part of this teaching experience and learning. It is just wonderful. So we invite you to just come on in. Join us on Zoom. We are looking forward to having you. Now on next Sunday at 4 p.m., New Jerusalem will be hosting Seaboard Ministers and Deacons Union here for a one-day service. One day only next Sunday, the fifth Sunday, the 29th at 4 p.m. We're asking everyone to be present. We want to be in tune with our guests across the district, the churches of, of Seaboard, will be gathering here in worship with us on next Sunday, 4 p.m. Pastor will put emphasis on it again. We're asking all women to wear white and all men to wear black. Please be here before 4 o'clock. You need to be here. We need to be here to greet our guests as they arrive. So thank you in advance. And again, every time I make this announcement, Brother Emerson is in the audience. <laughs> so praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. And we continue to ask him, as he always does, vigilant in the parking lot, because we definitely will need parking assistance out there showing people where to park because there will be a large number of attendees. So if you could grab someone else, some others with you, we would definitely appreciate that. We wish happy birthday to everyone who's born in the month of January, and we will celebrate your birthday right after the service in the dining room. And I know we all look forward to after the service when we can gather in the dining room and, and, and uh, sup together. So we're looking forward to you being with us right after the service. Please keep in prayer all of those who are on the healing list, our sick who are on the healing list, and to all of those who are shut in and cannot come out. And also to our bereaved, let's keep everyone in prayer, along with our pastor, leadership, and the entire church at large. Our scripture for today comes from Philippians, the fourth chapter in the sixth verse, the King James Version. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And to God be the glory. Thank you, Amen. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made, and we are what? Rejoice and be glad in it. Thanks to Martha for the announcements. I don't think you have heard everything about the mission. You heard about birthdays afterwards and our healing list. Keep that uh, in your phones, in your mind when you pray, because Jerusalem, we know how to get a prayer through. Amen. Amen. Our church can host the Seaboard Ministers and Deacons Union. Next Sunday is at 4 p.m. You've been hearing for about this for weeks. I'm asking you all to show up and be in place. And I'm emphasizing not because I don't think you will come, because you will. Because you showed up all yesterday. We had a large number. Matter of fact, the Jerusalem had the most, was the church with the most attendees in this place yesterday. And we had a very good time. Amen. We had a very good time. It was very fun. Actually, I think every church member, Dr. Jenkins, or to have hospitality and, and greetings training, everybody. Because we ought to have love in our heart when people come into the sanctuary yes. and know how to greet and talk to them. Amen? Because everybody got some, got stuff. And it goes, I say it like that. Everyone got their own issues. And we don't come here to make feel 
excluded or out and outcast. We come here to be accepted, and this should be a healing place. Okay, uh, a place where healing begins. Amen. Amen. Ladies, all white men, we gonna be the men in black on that day. I like black. I'm gonna be that black that day. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be right in your place, y'all. Be happy to see all our brothers and sisters from the seaboard in this place. All right. Amen. Amen. I think I've covered everything. Uh, I don't think I, I need to forget anything. Uh, continue to uh, pray for one another, and then everything will be all right, right? Yes. Amen. God is in the blessing business. He's in the move. We ask you to uh, continue to be faithful. Pray for the ministry, and everything will just be just all right. Amen? Amen. Okay. It's offering time. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, bring your own tithes to the storehouse, and so be meet in my house. It says, put me now, child of God. And see, don't I open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. Amen? Amen. And we can't be God-given. We know that there's a blessing. All of us who know, all of us Bible readers know about our time. We don't pay our time before we pay anything else because we know God's going to move on our behalf. Amen? Amen? Amen. I'm going to bless this offering in advance for what you're about to give. Continue to pray for uh, uh, Deacon uh, Johnson. Johnson had to leave and he had to do some training. You know, his job is stationed permanently here, but he had to go and train some folk up the road. So keep praying for him. That's why he's not here today. Amen? Amen. All right. All right. Let us pray. Father God, bless this offering that your people about to provide for you and give to you. Father God, you've been better than us than we've been to ourselves. We just want to say thank you. We thank you right now, Father. We're being obedient to your word, bringing all the tithes in the storehouse and the offering. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, many of us are not in a position we feel we need to be even give. But Father God, we are going to walk by faith and not by sight. We're going to call those things that are not as if they are, right now in the name of Jesus. So I ask, so Father God, that let the spirit of prosperity and success breathe within the lives of your people. Father God, any door that's been closed in front of your people, Father God, open the proper door that you want them to go through. Father God, wherever their feet go, let them claim it as their ground. Work on things together for their good, Father God, right now. And whatever they give unto you, Father God, return it to them sevenfold, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. If you do these very simple things for us, Father God, we'll be so careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Church, go ahead and stand. We're going to come from the back. Quiet, give us some music.
I was taking what entire for the fourth Sunday. Fifth Sunday, I'm sorry, fifth Sunday. Women all in white. I say men in black. I don't mean you gotta wear a black shirt. But you can wear a white shirt. But how many black suit? We good? Amen. 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 I know you take me literally at actually what I say. Amen. So I'm sorry about that. Okay. Child to the head, not the heart. But you can't wear your white shirt. Amen. Amen.
Turn your Bibles with us to the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 19. So Luke, chapter 19. Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 19. I want to shine some light, spotlight, verses 1 through 10. It's a familiar portion of Scripture to all of us. God has convinced me that there's some, still some fresh water in this old well. God is good. He's better than good. As long as I've been walking with him, he never ceases to amaze me. And he comes through for us in spite of us. I don't understand why they don't want to serve a God like this. Look out, look out. Yes, Lord. Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, beginning at the first verse. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was, uh, he was little a statue. I'm reading from the King James Version. Little a statue, he was short. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree, to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, this day is salvation come to this house, for as much as he also is a son of Abraham. Zacchaeus was also a Jew. <laughs> wow. For the son of a man, for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which he was lost. Hmm. He was a publican. Jesus uh, was the publican. I like to put a tag on this text. With your prayers, please. What to do when you come up short? What to do when you come up short? Amen? You may take your seats in the presence of the Lord. What to do when you come up short? Hmm. This is a familiar passage of scripture to many of us Bible readers. We have all read, been preached to about Zacchaeus in the sycamore tree. He ran ahead of the crowd and he climbs into this sycamore tree. Jesus is passing through Jericho. He knows Jesus is coming that way. And there's in that town he is the hated tax collector. He is despised. They can hardly speak his name 
without venom spewing out of their mouth. He's short in stature. He has a short man complex. Y'all know what I mean when I say short man complex? Some men that are short overreact to compensate for their height. They do things that's out of the ordinary. As if we're paying attention to their height that much. But they are mentally so focused on their height, they do things out of the way to get attention because they are shorter in stature. He's the hated tax letter, they hate him. He cannot be talked about without being verbally attacked. Because not only is he the tax collector, Sister Furlough, he's the chief tax collector. He is rich, not from his salary, but from extortion. Zacchaeus has been running up the prices, even price gouging, in taxes. He has been stealing from them, and he is a Jew, hired by the Romans to extort his own people. They hate Zacchaeus. They despise him. And he knows it. And he knows it how they feel about him. Instead of, well, I'm going to change my way. In his insecurity, he taxes them even more. They almost spit his name when they think of him. Zacchaeus, he's the hated. He is hated. He's the chief tax collector. He is rich, not from getting a salary, but from extorting and using, abusing, misusing his own people. But he hears that Jesus is coming. Have mercy, Lord. Mm. He's going to pass by, Sister Amy, and out of some morbid or imperfect curiosity, he wants to see Jesus. His motives perhaps are impure. His reasons perhaps are imperfect. He has imperfect motives, but they lead him to a perfect Savior. Yeah. And maybe somebody here has been invited and you came out of some curiosity. There's a longing and a lust in your heart. For something richer and deeper. A deeper and richer relationship with your Lord. Because where you are in your life is not satisfying you. Where all the stuff you have is not satisfying you. Let me give you Webster's definition of the word short. Yes, we know that the word short means not high in statute. But it also has another meaning. Short means not really reaching the mark. Short means not fulfilling what is desired of you, when asked of you. Short means that you can make the average distance what's required of who you are and what you claim to be. With all the toys and things you have acquired, with all the bling and with all the trinkets, with all the acronyms, with all the friends, with the social media stuff you faking and going, there's something missing. There's an itch you can't scratch. There's a longing that you can't satisfy. No man, no car, no clothes, no cash can fill the void, the vacuum. That can only be filled.
final one who can only feel it. All right. Augustine said, you have made us for yourself. Talk about God. And we are restless until we find rest in you. He wants to see Jesus, y'all. Perhaps out of molded curiosity. Perhaps about all of the noise being made about Jesus' arrival in the city. Whatever it is, he wants to see Jesus. But he cannot because of the crowd. He wants to see Jesus, but he can't get to Jesus because of the crowd. Sound like the woman with the issue of blood, huh? Yeah. Now Zacchaeus is the chief tax collector. Rich, but the crowd hates him so much. They won't let him see Jesus. Somebody who knows him has seen him in the crowd. Yeah. They probably pushed him. Uh-huh, tax this. <laughs> they probably elbowed him down to Jesus. Kick it. Yeah, tax this. Tripped him and spoke unkindly to him. And he said to him, if you don't get out of here, they probably said, you don't get out of here, the next thing you and something, something's going to happen to you. You're going to get a tax all right. You better get out of here. Because he has heard the vertuperation before. He has heard these bad things about him before. All right. He knows that they despise him. But out of some curiosity and persistence and drive in his spirit, he wants to see Jesus. But he cannot because of the crowd. It's the crowd who's preventing him from seeing Jesus. Can I hang out there a little bit? There's something about the name of Jesus. It's a name above all names. The Bible's told me that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess. I don't care how mighty you are. I don't care how uppity you are. I don't care how strong and how powerful you are. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. I'm not telling you what I read in God's holy word. I'm telling you what I witnessed for my holy self. Yeah. Be careful how you treat people. Yeah. Be careful how you walk with your nose up in the air and forget who brought you where you are. Because yeah. God got a way of teaching you. Put it for Let me change that. He reminds you how to pray. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a witness up in here? Yeah. God will make you bow your knees when you don't want to bow your knees. And if you don't want to bow your knees, God will make you lay on your back. The crowd, the crowd, the crowd. Don't get up in the crowd. Don't develop a crowd mentality. Because let me show you from the Bible what the crowd will do. Mother, Mother Thomas, in Luke chapter 18, the crowd, after Jesus heals a blind man on the side of the road, the crowd praises Jesus. But in Luke chapter 19, when Jesus goes to Zacchaeus' house, the same, the same people that praise him in Luke 18 and 43 is going to murmur against him because he's going home to be guest with a sinner. Same crowd. 
The crowd will love you, y'all. In Luke chapter 18. They'll love you in Luke chapter 18. And they will hate you in Luke chapter 19. Be careful about the crowd. Don't you get caught up in the crowd, Luke Jerusalem. Because they will praise you in 18 chapter of your life. And criticize you in the 19th chapter of your life. Because the crowd is too fickle. Free yourself from people. Can I get a witness in here? You got to talk about that. Free yourself from people. You got one God. A charge to keep our hand. A God to glorify. I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you got to make hard decisions. Sometimes you end up being alone because guess what? Some people ain't sold out like you are. Sometimes some people are the crowd sister Amy, are just in your life for a season. It's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't need you. But guess what? God had you with me to get me where he needed me to be. But right now, you acting fickle. You acting funny. And I don't understand because guess what? I got a charge to keep. And then when you come up short, don't you look to the wrong sources for your supply. The crowd is too unsettled. The crowd is too moody. Jesus is neither, listen to the pastor, Jesus is neither impressed or nor is he depressed by the crowd. <laughs> Because he knows they will praise you in chapter 18 and criticize you in chapter 19. Jesus knows this stuff. Yes, there are some crowds we used to run with since you started living right, since you started going to church on Sunday, since you started staying, you, you start staying out, stop, stop staying, stop staying out all night. That same crowd that used to run with you, no longer cares to be in your company. Cool. Ain't nobody I like being around better than myself anyway. Don't worry about the crowd. Do you like Zacchaeus? Do like Zacchaeus and try Jesus. The crowd in chapter 18, when the man started raising his voice, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. At first, they told, listen now, the crowd, at first they told him to be quiet. Then when Jesus heard him and told them to bring the man to him, the same crowd who told him to be quiet ushered him to Jesus. Like they were his friends all the time. You know, sometimes we get in some... Can I share this? Listen, this is for free, Lady Jane. I'm a little with it. We, God doing flags on folk, on people. He gives us the flag. I want, Lord, I want you to lead me and guide me. He's giving you a flag, a big red flag. No, you no, you got your mind made up, and you're really not listening to God. Because yeah. you don't like his answer. Yeah. Yeah. And you say, well, Lord, how did I get it? I was asking you. He did tell you. He showed you. But you ain't listening. You don't want to, you, you want to, it, it's, it's uncomfortable. Everything God asks us and requires to do is not comfortable. That's why we end up coming up short. 
You can't put your confidence in people. Here goes the crowd. The, the, the crowd votes you in. Will be the same crowd that will vote you out. They praise Jesus in chapter 18, and now they're criticizing him in chapter 19. Remember why Jesus came now? Not to seek those who are, but to seek those that were lost. That's his purpose. Perhaps he heard about who Jesus was. He heard about what Jesus had just done in Jerusalem. How he had just healed the man in his blindness. But whatever curiosity brought Zacchaeus to Jesus, he wanted to see him for himself. But he could not because of the crowd. He could not because he was short. And all the reason we can't see Jesus can't be blamed on the crowd. Are y'all with me? All the things that keep us from walking the life that God wants us to live has nothing to do with the crowd. Set responsibility for your own action. You can't fix it until you face it. I'm a little witness. Sometimes I have to look in the mirror at myself and check myself. When stuff starts going awry in myself, I do what I call a spiritual check. I got to do a spiritual check because they happen to me. They happen to me for one or one or two things. And they ain't got, you don't hear me ever come out of my mouth, the devil made me do it. One or two things. First, Lord, if I'm doing something wrong, out of your will, show it to me if I don't know I'm doing it. And a lot of times we know what we're doing that we shouldn't be doing. But then again, some of us don't know. Lord, show me. And if I'm doing wrong, help me correct myself. Because every, sometimes God allows things to happen in our life. So he gets us to, to push us on the right path. How do you think God ordering your step? No, he's not coming down on the cloud to tell you because you're so busy. And the only thing you're going to pay attention to is the angel coming down on the cloud. No, the devil's alive. No, he not doing certain things to, to, to divert your path, to direct your path. But you're so busy moaning and groaning, you ain't paying attention. You need to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Not because the shop crowd. Don't blame it all on the crowd. We can't see Jesus because we come up short. All of us in here this morning, if we are honest, come up short. Yes, yes, yes. Let me exegete that part of the text for you, so I can talk to some, some, some not in New Jerusalem. Some people on the side of us that's super spiritual. If you never had a lustful desire. You're better than me. If you never told a lie, you're taller than me. If you never have been in a place you had no business being, and you call yourself a Christian, you are taller than me. Am I the only one this morning to admit, God, I have come up short. I did my best, but I 
came up short all the time. I tried, but I came up short. I wanted to do it right, God, but my spirit was willing, but my flesh is weak. Lord, look beyond my fault. Meet me at my knee, and Father God, give me the strength next time to avoid this devil. But there's about 50 of us who don't mind testifying. It was nobody but the Lord <laughs> that brought me through. I blew it big time. I failed miserably. Pastor, I came up short, but I wanted to see Jesus for who he was. Now here's what Zacchaeus did. But the crowd was kicking him, elbowing him. Here come that crook Zacchaeus. Tax this. Can I get that? Because you know church people, Christian people do that to you sometimes. They love you as long as you're doing what they want you to do. He got out of that and he ran ahead of the crowd and climbed up. Uh-oh. He ran ahead and climbed up. Noble aspiration. Great idea. Wrong answer. Wrong, wrong Zacchaeus. He ran ahead and climbed up, looking for God too far ahead and too high. What are you talking about, Pastor? Some of us self-righteous people on the sound of my voice this morning looking for God too far ahead and too high. Because you are saying right now, tell them, Pastor, preach them to them, Pastor, Reverend, you're looking for God so far ahead, tell them, Pastor. And you're looking for God to tell Pat, you talk like I ain't talking to you. Jesus. <laughs> That's what self-righteous people do. They're always teaching a lesson, Dr. G, or preaching a sermon, talking down to people. Like you have to this, you you have this thing all figured out. You are so spiritual. When you teach a lesson or talk to people about the Lord, you are so dogmatic. Kicking people and punching people because you are so holy right now. Yeah. Give me a break, please. Did I just preach the message? Yeah. I didn't testify about you. I testified about myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't preach the word of God because I'm perfect. I preach the word of God because I'm called to do it. And every day I get a closer walk with him. Yeah. Every day he allows me to crucify my flesh. Are y'all hearing me? When I say crucify my flesh, he means it's things that are with me that God don't want with me. But every day he allows me to lay something down yeah. that I don't have to pick up no more. Are y'all ain't hearing me? Because once I stay humble before him and I surrender my heart and my will to him, he sees he sees the sincerity of my heart. Not like what Dr. Jenkins and Deacon Cook was talking about this morning. Your, your, your useless and empty virtual worship. No, God knows you faking it and you ain't real. But guess what? You can only fake it for so long. Can I get a witness here? I used to tell my daughter, listen. Listen. The Negro talking to you. He said he's going to do it. Give him a chance to do it. Let's see how long he do it. Because if he's faking it, he's going to fake it for so long. If it's in you, it's you. You don't have to work up on that thing. If it's in you and you're real about it, just let's keep it real. If you're real about it, you don't have to think it's that second nature to you. You don't, you're not going to forget to do it today because that's a, it's a part of you. You do what you do because who you are. 
Because you're right, holy, right now. Give me a break. I, you know, I wish that we would realize that God knows us where we are. Yeah. In the sanctuary, out of the sanctuary. If we would just do what God asks us to do, be sincere, he will come through for us. Amen. Recognize that he is God all by himself. Yeah. And besides him, there is no other. All have sinned, all are sinning, and fall short of the glory of God. If that is not true, God bless you. You never, you never color outside the lines. I wish I could be like that. You never fall short. You all always doing things right. I realize that on my best day, I fall short. Stop talking down to other people like you so holy and righteous. And you don't have no issues, and they got all the issues, and you so strong, and they so weak. You got no shortcomings. No, you don't need to talk to people. You greet people, but God said that. Be careful. The Bible said that. Be careful. Today might be my day, but tomorrow might be your day. You got those people all trying to run ahead and get in front of everybody. Their God is so high up. And when you are so high up, until you can't look down and see the rest of us are struggling. You will never have any empathy on what we're going through. You will never be able to put yourself in another person's shoes. You will never be able to look at a man and not judge him whenever you see a person fall. Don't be hard on him or her. Because you don't know how long they try to stand. Whenever you see a woman abusing her body, you don't know how many men have lied to her. You don't know how many broken promises she has gone through with some man or men. You know what you don't know what she had to that she had to run with her children last night to get from that abusing man. You don't know. You don't know what people are going through in the pew right next to you. Zacchaeus is short. He runs ahead, climbs up a sycamore tree, and Jesus, according to Luke, is always at the right place at the right time. To deal with the right situation. Jesus stops right under that tree. Now check this out. Knowing the text that Jesus had checked, he didn't look up in the sacrament tree. He walks under the tree. He stops under that tree. And he has that Zacchaeus is climbing. And Jesus does not know him to call his name. He said, Jesus knows everything. The two of them have never met. Jesus does not know his condition other than the fact that there's nothing Jesus cannot know. Did your father like just say? He stops under that tree. And without even looking up, because Zacchaeus is up and salvation is, in, salvation is not up. What you need is not up there. What we need is not up in the high places. What we need is in the low places. Because I don't care how low I am, God will reach down and pick me up. It's not in your social club. That stuff makes you think you're up. It's not in your sorority. It makes you think you're up. You trying to impress people that you think are up. You trying to climb a shameless social ladder. It's not up. But Jesus says what we need is not up. Get out of that thinking because there's no salvation in it. Zacchaeus, what's this? Make haste, Zacchaeus. Come down. Not just come down. Make haste. I need to tell somebody who has been climbing the wrong tree. Make haste. Hurry up and come down on that tree. 
Because what you need cannot be found in the things of the world. Because the stuff in the world has no salvation in it for you. You need to know what God has for you in this life. God said, I understand that you're sure. You are sure. He said, guess what? I see all, know all, and I am the provider. I'm Jehovah Jireh. The Lord your provider. I'm Jehovah Nisi. Are y'all hear me? I'm a bomb in Gilead. He said, when, you, when Israel used to call my name, he said, I am that I am. You know why I said that? He said, because I don't need nobody to make me up. I don't, God said, I don't need nobody to complete me. I'm complete in myself. Are y'all hearing me? It took two men to make covenant. But when Abraham sacrificed the animal, split him in two, God told Abraham, go to sleep. I don't need you. You can't keep covenant with me. I can't depend on you and your best thing. He said, guess what? I'll keep covenant with myself. He said, I end up in your bed, even when you don't do what I asked you to do. He said, I'm going to come through for you because I got that much love for you. That's why I serve the God I serve, y'all. Because guess what? Even on my weakest point, God still blesses me. Y'all ain't hearing me. If you have a heart like David, David said, Create in me a clean heart and renew in me the right spirit. What, like, what people don't understand about that, David was a bad boy. He was a murderer. He was an adulterer. Y'all ain't feeling me. But God said, David is a man unto my own heart. You know what? David knew how to repent. We need to know how to repent. When we repent from the Lord, have a sincere heart to God. I'm not going to go back to this tonight when I need church. Y'all ain't hearing me. I really want you to help me be delivered from it. Then God starts to work stuff. He starts to do surgery on your heart. That's right. He starts to circumcise your heart from the world. And you start to find out that the places you used to go make you sick sometimes to be there. And some people that you're around make you sick to be around. God said, guess what? He said, I'm your friend that's speaking closer than a brother. Y'all ain't hearing me. He said, I'll be to you in a midnight hour.
Oh, Father God, heal their minds right now in the name of Jesus. Father, if you do these few simple things for us, oh God, we'll be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all who love the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. Put your hands together, God, and thank you. Church say? God is 